He'll reach deep into the hole, heal your shrinking soul, but there won't be a single thing that you can do. Howdy, homies, and happy 2022. This is actually the first pod of the new year because I was kind of waiting for my co-host to have some free time to do this with me, but then I thought, F it, yo. I started this pod to find my voice, so even though Joe Bob is a master interviewer, if I hide behind him 100% of the time, I'm never actually going to be able to do that and grow, I guess. So this year, I'm still going to be dragging him to pod along with me as often as I can. Don't worry about that. You're not going to miss out on some Joe Bob action. (laughs) But I'm also challenging myself to do what scares me, I guess, and use my own speaking voice to talk to people on my own, which freaks me out. But like I said, that was always the point of this. So let's do it. (laughs) And I can't think of a more rad person to start things out with than the true bad bunny of wrestling, Miss Allie, aka The Bunny from AEW. I want to thank her so much for chatting with me and for putting up with all the goofy little tech troubles that kept popping up. Hopefully I uh, fix those a little bit so it's not too painful to listen to. And and thank her also for being so open and just candid with me. She's awesome. And I want to thank you for listening. So, all right, without further ado, I give you the bunny. I am here with Allie the Bunny from AEW. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. Yay, me too. Okay. I don't even know where to start because I, I, our primary goal here is to discuss Scream. But obviously, right. I have so much more I want to talk to you about. So do you want to dive into Scream first? Let's do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's talk about Scream. Let's talk about Scream. All right. And I feel like we should we should do spoilers. I was going back and forth, but it's been long enough. Don't you think? I, I think so. I think if we do a nice little spoiler warning, people can, you know, decide prepared yeah they can decide what they want to do yeah all right here's your spoiler warning then we are going to spoil this for you (laughs) okay actually first tell me about your history with scream like you are a big fan right i am a big fan yes um so i i i first saw i remember seeing the preview first of all when i was 10 or 11 um i saw it in the basement of my grandmother's house um i want to say i was watching a different horror movie at the time and it was like the preview on a vhs wow and i remember just being like blown away i was like what is this like i have to see this like this is this looks amazing um and uh eventually saw the saw the movie uh again i i want to say i was 10 or 11 i was i was young um and the the first one in particular scared the hell out of me i mean i i'm still freaked out by sliding glass doors like to this day, they freak me out. Honestly, um, like I had big old like windows everywhere when I saw that. And I was just, I could not walk by them. I swore I saw the screen ghost like everywhere I looked. It was so scary. Yeah, exactly. Yes. And I, it's not something that I, I was ever afraid of before. Like I'd never been afraid of glass wind, you know, sliding glass doors before. <laughs> But thanks to Scream, <laughs> scared the crap out of me. Um, and uh, and then I just, you know, I watched all of them. You know, I, I, I remember getting so excited to go to the theater, especially I, I very, very much remember the third one in theater because mm-hmm. the yeah. only seats that were left were right at the front. So, you know, your necks are like cranked back. And <laughs> <laughs> my preferred viewing position, I always try to pick out the front. 
Really? Well, now they have those nice reclining That's seats it. where it's pretty much like you're in a bed. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't really matter where you are. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, and I, I, I just love the entire franchise. It's been one of my favorites, uh, you know, for as long as I can remember. It's really iconic. And, and, uh, uh, and when I heard they were coming out with a new one, like, I'm sure you felt the same way. I was just losing my mind waiting to see it. I've been counted down for like two years, like so excited. But I was like that with the third one too. And my experience with that one was I would like, I took off work for the whole day. I was like <laughs> just waiting around pacing. I had my ghost face walking. I was so excited. And that was when I was like in Charleston and people thought I was like crazy. No one did that. So I was just sitting there in my ghost face costume like, yeah, 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 screen three. And then like by the end, I was literally in tears crying and people were like, oh, you loved it that much. I'm like, no, that was terrible. What did they do? And I like ran home and like tore up my screen posters and was like, oh, no. So I was a little bit hesitant this time. I was just really glad that they were back no matter what. But I wasn't, I didn't want to put myself in that position again. (laughs) I, okay, I will say this. So I hadn't seen the third one and again, like I had seen it when it came out. I saw it like in the theater when it came out. I hadn't watched it since then. And I rewatched it last week. And I, oh man, I mean, look at, I love all of them, but I was like watching it going, wow, like this is like, oh my God. I want to like it. I keep getting it a chance. I'm like, how bad could it be? And every time I watch it, I just get mad all over again. (laughs) What were you thinking? It is, you know, I will say I I do, I enjoy the set. Like I love, there are some scenes within the film that I think are really creative and, you know, I, I, I love some of it, but then there are parts of it where I'm like, what is happening? Like this, it's like a parody, right? Like, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Oh my god! And the Jay and Silent Bob cameo, like that, yes, as soon as that came on, I'm like, this is not gonna be okay. Oh my god! I, I, and and it's funny that I completely forgot about the whole film. Like I I remembered the end. Like I remembered the Probably reveal. <laughs> right, but I couldn't remember anything. And I when I watched it back, I went, oh yeah, okay. So that's why I don't really remember this. Oh my god! And Roman is just the fucking worst. Okay, this He's is not terrible. a pod. <laughs> You're not. I just literally tried to pretend it doesn't exist. Cause it, and, and the way they went back and like changed the, the way you look at one, like, fuck you. No. Yeah. I wasn't a fan of that either. I wasn't a fan of it. And, and I don't, I don't think Kevin Williamson wrote that. You didn't. Okay. I like when Scream 1 came out, like I was such a Kevin Williamson fangirl and Scream 2. And I was just like, I literally held signs. That's a good story. But um, saying Kevin Williamson is a genius trying to promote him and shit. <laughs> That had was like, ever. Um, but I was so mad at him. I was like, you let this happen for what? Mrs. Tingle? You betrayed us, Kevin Williamson. Oh my God. I love it. I love the passion. I love the passion. Oh my goodness. But moving on from that trauma, <laughs> what did you think of five? I liked it. I liked it. I, I it was so nostalgic for me. Um, It made me feel, I know this sounds bizarro, but I know you'll understand because you are also a horror freak, but (laughs) it made me feel so warm and fuzzy inside. I definitely understand. Yeah. Like, you know, I don't think it was perfect. You know, there are things about it I didn't love, but overall, like I, I liked being back in Woodsboro. I liked seeing our, our, you know, our characters that we love. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, already, I already know what that sounds like. 
Um, but overall, I enjoyed it, and I, I wouldn't shut up about it. The whole ride home, I was sitting uh, next to the Blade, and, and I was just babbling on and on about yeah. the entire Scream franchise and, and wanting to watch it. it he, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, he loves it, and he, he enjoyed it as well. I mean, I, there were times in the film where I was turning and smiling and looking at it. Aw, that's so <laughs> like, Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Okay. So I, there's just actually so much glowing reviews about it you know like people really really like really love it like it's like the second coming the best scream ever blah 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 i don't see that at all i i have to wonder how we're watching the same movie but i don't mm-hmm. not like it you know i would rank it third in the in the scream franchise but like to me one and two are perfect they're in my top 10 movies of all time so like yeah. third is like there it's a distant third but that's still good it just i think the first two had this just like kind of a sweet feeling that I, I just don't think it's possible to recreate now because everybody is like so familiar with the franchise and it's it's like automatically going to be a big deal when it comes out. So it's just kind of impossible to recreate that. So for like keeping that in mind, I think they did pretty much as, as good a job with it as they could, minus some of their choices. <laughs> for example, what the hell is that motive? Like they want a better sequel. So like let's kill people so they have something to write about. What? That's, that's a flawed plan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I will agree. I, I thought it was pretty weak in terms of why they did it. Um, and I absolutely agree with you. And like, I don't think anything will ever come close to the originals, like ever. Like it's, you know, sc- especially the first one. I mean, I like the second one too, but the first one is, is one of my favorite movies. And the first one is just literally so perfect. Like, it's so perfect. And it's, it is scary. Like, I, I don't, I don't really find the other ones like, like scary scary like I don't you know they don't really scare me but the first one is terrifying I mean that opening scene in the first movie is you'll never touch that so perfect yeah Yeah. also scared the crap out of me I will admit to like I saw it so many times in the theater and I could not no one would go with me at some point I saw it like probably like 200 times in the theater and like I'm not even kidding like at the dollar it was just like over and over and over um but so I would go randomly wait in the hallway and recruit people that were going to other movies. Like, will you please come protect me during the opening scene? The opening scene of the second is, and when I you're mean. In the theater, like, it's yeah, so scary. Yeah. Like, there's no way I it can is. watch this by myself. I have to find someone. A hundred percent. Yeah. The opening scene of the second one is terrifying. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I did think the motive was a little, um, I just think it could have gone somewhere else. And okay, we we were talking spoilers, so do it whatever i'm just gonna do it but and i mentioned this to you i was we text about it and i was yeah, we should have just gone cold but we'll, we'll revisit it what <laughs> right right well i just i i wanted maybe it was just selfishly i wanted like Stu to be more present in the film and it, i'm not saying he's just come back from life come back to life like that's not what i'm saying but yeah. i mean you know his his nephew was in it but they just like yeah. offed him pretty like, quickly really a part of it like th- there was a character I think they even said something like oh who's Stu you know it's like I feel like he would be pretty equally known as Billy in the yeah film. I mean absolutely he was a huge part of the first movie like and so and there was also like hints that he might be in it you know like there were even throughout the film there were little hints like for instance you know the ghost face is quite large um yes. in some of the scenes oh and goodness, then yes. <laughs> right and then the reveal happens and you're like oh 
okay were you wearing platforms and a muscle suit like what they actually they had a whole bunch of like little easter eggs in it and so actually matthew willard is in the movie did you know that Okay, no, I would love to hear this Easter egg. Please tell me. He did the same thing in part two. He was like an extra in the party scene just because like everybody loves Matthew Willard. So they do these sure. really things with him. And in this one, he was the gold ghost base with the flamethrower. Wow, I didn't know that. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. And they also had um, something people are really psyched about. They confirmed that Kirby is not dead. Okay. Yes. 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 I did. I didn't see it in when I watched it, but I did afterwards. Like, yeah. Like, as soon as I'm sure, I'm sure you're the same way. But as soon as I see a movie, I go online and I'm I'm like, oh, what did I miss, or what? What are other people saying? And let's just, you know, let's talk about it. Yeah. Somebody had said that Kirby was alive, and I was like, oh, that's so exciting. Uh, I don't know. I I honestly don't like that, but you know, I'll take it over Stu. Like I kept hearing rumors that Stu was gonna be alive I'm like right fucker a tv landed on his head true it did yeah it yeah. surely did <laughs> it surely did but at least his I mean at least his nephew like he should should do something in his honor or something something I mean considering that they went back to his house like I, oh, I don't know that was another little easter egg you can hear Stu's voice when they're going to the house something it says something like nice house bro or something like a nod that is it's supposed to sound like a party guest, like a random party guest, but it's it's him. And oh, it's, that's you know, so cool. cool that's actually his house. So Yeah, that's really cool. I got to watch it again. I think I said oh, yeah. that to you. Like, I need to watch it again and pay more attention to little I, things. I definitely wanted to go back and watch it before we pod again because I actually had to process it when I got out. So, unfortunately, people had spoiled it for me because I was so excited until, like, the night before or maybe even the morning before. And, like, all these spoilers came in. Like, oh, how do you feel about Dewey dying and shit like that? <gasps> fuck you so I kind of like, instead of it being this big party like I had planned I had my ghost face outfit I was going to this fan fest thing I was like I don't even want to go now like I don't want to watch that when when I thought he died in two I ran out of the theater crying and my sister who had seen it before me was just like dying laughing I was like I'm not going back in there they did that to him fuck this movie I hate Scream so much and she's like please just come back in I'm like I will do it just to find out who did this and I took it so seriously and then when I found out he was alive I felt really fucking dumb I understand the attachment to a character that you love like it makes sense to be so upset I like <sighs> the screen just meant so much to me I actually wrote yeah. about it for Fangoria about how much it changed my life and Dewey was like my favorite I ran his fan club back in like oh. 1999 so I was like wow. how dare you yeah I can't like- believe somebody spoiled it for you though like I had no <laughs> idea I went in not knowing anything because I one I don't watch trailers I never watch trailers. I don't want to know anything. Like, especially if it's a movie I really want to see. Like, I, I want to go in not knowing a thing. A good idea. <laughs> so I didn't know anything walking into this movie. Even, even like, seeing articles cu- popping up and, and rumors. I didn't want to read anything. Like, I just don't like to know. You know, I don't like spoilers. I hate them. I honestly, can't, I hate them. So the fact that somebody spoiled that for you is just kind of soul-crushing everything like a bunch of people told me everything like like I knew the killers I didn't know the motive that's the only surprise and that was not a a good surprise yeah so I I just didn't go in as excited as I would have so like (sighs) I I watched it it happened I'm like that's how you do it like like I felt like they made him stupid like he wouldn't have I don't feel like he he would have done it I agree I agree 
and yeah, there's yeah. no way he would have never gone out he would have never gone out there at close range and and like get distracted by his phone call or whatever like just, there's no oh, way really yeah. sorry dude he's not that stupid and like you were saying his ghost face was not that little girl <laughs> like it was oh no 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 I, that's what made me think it was Stu, or at least Stu's like i don't know son or i would have i don't I know that better something that did help me a little bit and kind of actually changed how he's going to talk about this is last friday or whatever i was at a wedding with a bunch of horror people there and uh, i talked to the radio silence guys and they just had so much love for this movie like it was truly a love letter to the fans and they worked hard with kevin williamson to make sure it was stuff that he thought did it all justice they're talking about it the way they're like we wanted to bring the horror community together and the way everyone's talking about it just like warms their hearts and they just want to do the fans look proud and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, damn. <laughs> and I even, I said, why did you kill Dewey? And he, the main dude I was talking to, was like, we did that on purpose because we needed, we needed you to feel like if we're going to bring these OG people back, there needed to be a reason for it. And the, the re your reaction to it is exactly why it had to happen but we did it with the, the, as much respect as we could and he gave me some stuff to watch when i go back which he's like if you look we did it so respectfully like he the ghost face goes into like a, a shelf full of like teddy bears and stuff which is like perfect for dewey and there's a sign over it that says thank you and that's their way of like paying respect to him and stuff so it's like ah, fine <laughs> Kevin Williamson approved it I can't complain I guess but like still I would have done it a little differently and I wouldn't have let him go out as kind of a, a life loser you know what I mean like he's always been our knight in shining armor and he became like a drunken dude in a trailer park that like they told him to retire and shit it's like no like I would have had him at least like reconcile with Gail or something which would have been even more powerful than just going out as like I have nothing to do I'm sitting in my trailer you know yeah, I mean, I, I certainly think they did him pretty dirty. Um, the fact that he was, I, I mean, the fact that he died was was horrible, but I I felt more heartbroken that he was living the way that he was living. Yeah. And, and, you and know, he, he wasn't. Really get to fix that. So. Yeah, he had, there was no closure. And, and that scene between um, him and Gail was, I, I mean, it made my eyes tear up and I'm like a robot. Like <laughs> I was just like, Oh my God, this is so heartbreaking. So that was, that was disappointing. And I mean, here's the thing. I don't hate that one of our main people Pat, like died. Like, I don't hate that. I mean, I, I, I guess it's to me, it's like, okay, if someone's going to die, I guess, I guess we're going to have to kill one of our main characters, but I, I hated what they did to his life. Like it was, he uh -huh. was just broken apart and just like longing for Gail. Who's, you know, doing great things. And by the way, I love that she said something about her bangs that oh actually God, connected yeah. me up. Yeah. That's that. just, yes. That is what I, I love most about this movie is all the little nods to all of our like online chatter and all the fans. Like they just, they definitely were thinking of us when they made this movie. That's for sure. Yeah. I, I yeah. And there was like, there was, there was the music when, when Dewey came on. Yeah. Oh my God. <gasps> His music gets to me every single time. Okay, me too. I, my eyes cheered up. I was like, oh my God. Like, I was so, yeah. So, I wouldn't would let myself, like, give in to that because I knew he was going to die. I'm like, no, I'm not falling for this. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, so yeah, so like there are obviously things about it that I loved. I loved the nods to the other films. I loved that. It, again, I love the nostalgia. Like that's really, because I think, you know, I think Scream is similar to like other people's childhood you know, film franchises, you know, like for some people it's Halloween, the first time they saw Halloween or the first time they saw the exorcist or whatever. For me, like a a big part of my love for horror comes from seeing scream at a young age, you know? So, so so I liked being back there. I liked, I liked being in Woodsboro. Me too. Honestly, it's just, it's, it's like home. And I love that they used all the old locations and stuff. Like, it's like, cool. The fact that it ended in the house is, I like that. Yeah, I liked it too. And, and, and obviously there are things about it that I would have changed, but at the end of the day, I enjoyed it. I had fun watching it. I love whodunits, like straight up whodunits are my favorite type of movie. Like I'm all about trying to figure things out. I I can't be sure because I already knew who the killers were. Yeah, that I, sucks. Ugh. I feel like it was obvious. Like, I'm not sure if that's because I knew or not. Did you know the killers when you were watching it? Um, well, the boyfriend. The boyfriend to me was pretty obvious. Um, as soon as, not like right away, um, when, when Dewey said that to him, I was like, okay, yeah, that's a good point. But then when he got knocked out during the, the scene where Dewey dies, that's when I went, oh, oh, red flag. Like she did not, Ghostface did not kill him. Like that. this is, exactly. you are yeah. sus, you know? Uh, which is too bad because of course he was probably the most likable one up until then. It's like, okay, here's some, somebody I can sink my teeth into. And then it's like, ah, dang it. <laughs> yeah, he's just a, you know, he's just another psychopath. <laughs> All right, so on a four-star scale, which is our drive-in scale, what would you give it? I would give it a three. Yeah, I'm give it a three. three. Yeah. Which is yeah. awesome. I think that's, like, the best we can expect from a modern screen, so. Yeah, it's never going to ever come close to the OG, ever, 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 ever. There, but, again, there were, there, there were things about it that I loved. Like, I love that Sydney hung up on Ghostface. Like, <laughs> right? I loved it, and I kind of loved her sort of – like, oh my God, I've been here, done that. I don't care. Like sort of, you know, I liked that. Um, I liked that Gail still had her feisty, you know, energy about her. Um, I did think it was a little silly that she was shot and then seemingly was just sitting up in the ambulance as if she just, <laughs> I mean, like, okay. at this point, it's no big deal. True, 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 true. <laughs> but it's like, okay, that was, a, she did get shot in the stomach guys. Like that <laughs> happened, you know? Um, but I, I really loved the tone of the, the characters. Like I thought that that was fitting, especially Sydney. Like, oh, she said it one line, like, of course I have a gun yes. or something. Yeah. Like yeah. fucking Sydney Prescott. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yes, that's our final girl. Yes. You know? Awesome. So aside from Scream, what other horror movies are you into? Um, oh my God. I feel like, I, so I was thinking about this cause I figured you would ask me, <laughs> and, but you know, I'm sure you can relate to this. Like, I feel like when somebody asks like, what's your favorite movie or what's your favorite band or what's your favorite color? Like all of a sudden you're like, um, well, yes. you I know, you're just like, forget absolute. Like Scream is absolute. No, no question. But like people want me to make a top 10 list or something. I'm like, huh. That changes yeah. all the time. <laughs> yeah, that's hard. I know. I actually did one for Jericho and I was like, um, like I was sitting there and I was writing them all out, but I was like, but wait, I can't forget this movie. And I can't, oh, yeah. you know, that was the pod I did with him actually. And I was the same way. I'm like, I don't know, like can, how many like 
um, honorable mentions can we have? So right. like a t- top 20 list or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Well, I mean, a nightmare on Elm street was my introduction to horror. Um, so that is up there as one of my favorites of all time. Um, it really, you know, not to get too sentimental, but you know, I watched, I grew up watching horror movies with my dad. Um, he had me watching them when I was probably way too young. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I don't think a seven year old should be watching these movies, but I, I have raised my kid on that. He had ghost faces all around his room. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. You know? And, and so, you know, we, we watched nightmare on Elm street together. So that's one of my absolute favorites. Um, I, I, I think I told you this before. I love the Puppet Master series. I watched it a lot when I was growing up. Um, and I just started collecting the figures, which is very oh, exciting. Oh, no way. Yeah. Um, obviously, Scream, one of my favorites ever. Um, I love Night of the Creeps. That's one of my favorite. Like, I, I really like fun horror. Like, I like... I think there's a horror comedy. Yeah. I like horror comedy. I like slashers I like um I think there's obviously a place for the darker um artistic you know hereditaries and the witch and it's not those aren't my favorite types of horror movies not not my jam either (laughs) yeah they're not really my jam but I can appreciate you know what they're doing and I appreciate the the art of it um but I'm I'm much more into like fun I love whodunits. Oh man, I, I love whodunits. Like, me too. let me try to figure out who the killer is. Like, I, I love that. I straight slasher too. Like, I can watch literally Friday the Thirteenth over and over and over. Oh, and I never get yeah. tired of it. I'm like, yeah. And it's just basically just slash them up. But yeah, yeah. And I, I oh, I, I love Silence of the Lambs. Even though you know people say it's a what do they call it a thriller? Like, no, that's to me, it's a horror movie. Um, I. God, there's so there's so many. I feel like I'm going blank. I love Jaws. Whether or not people consider that a horror movie, it was one of the first ones I ever saw as well. And I wouldn't. I I still to this day do not go in lakes or oceans. Um, <laughs> I used to be scared the deep end of the pool because of it. I'm like, that's that's deep enough for a Jaws. <laughs> yeah, me too. I was like, oh, I don't. I gotta look around. Is there a shark in there? Like, um, at a certain point, I think there's gonna be sharks. <laughs> yeah, for real. Or a uh, Return of the Living Dead, like. Oh, one of my favorites ever. You know, I feel like I can't just say one. There's too many movies. Yeah. So I actually put out um, a request for fan questions. I'm going to sprinkle them in here. And so this is actually a really good question. He, Greg Morris, wants to know if, what movie you would want to co-host with us on The Last Drive-In? Because I would love to have you on. So what what should we have you on for? (gasps) Oh my God. I'm so excited. Okay. Um, first of all, that would be amazing. And a dream come true. Like I watch, I watch it every time you guys have it. If, if I'm on the road, I can't watch it live. I'm literally like crushed. Oh my God. And I follow, I follow along on Reddit and, um, and Twitter. I follow oh. along with you guys. Thank you. Yeah. I love it. It's the best. Um, okay. So, oh my God. Oh God. That's so hard. I, um, oh, I'm really being put on the spot here, but okay. I mean, I'm not okay. going to hold you to it. If it changes, most likely we won't be able to get the rights anyway. <laughs> I know. I know that that's like a struggle. I know you've been trying to get Halloween 3 for like oh God. the last century. Yes. But like when we actually had it, Joe Bob refused to show it. So this is why he gets punished. <laughs> oh, and it's so good. It's so good. When we first did the marathon, we had it just sitting there. I'm like, we could have Tom Atkins on, blah, blah, blah. He's like, no one wants to watch Halloween 3. Like, let me show you who you are. <laughs> uh, 
listen, I would be down for anything. Um, maybe a slasher. If we could do some kind of slasher, that would be, I feel like, the genre that I would want to take part in because those are my favorite kinds. All right. So okay. if we do any slasher, you'll come on and talk about it. Yeah, listen, no, hold on. I will do any movie. Okay? <laughs> I will do any movie. But if it was a slasher, that would be extra cool. Amazing. Well, I am definitely going to work to make that happen. Yay. <laughs> so before I do some more fan questions, I actually, if you're down with it, wanted to talk a little bit about you've uh, been very open about your struggles with anxiety and depression. Yeah. yeah. Um, how are you, how do you cope with that? Like what's, what's been your experience? If that's a, a way to phrase it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, uh, I've had, I've struggled with depression since I was in high school, um, which I didn't obviously understand it back then. I didn't, didn't really know that was what was going on. Um, and anxiety sort of popped up. I didn't realize that I also had anxiety until I was much older. I didn't, I just thought that was like, it was normal to be an anxious mess 24 seven. Right. I was like, what? Not everybody is nervous and freaked out and uncomfortable all the time. Like, yeah. I, I, right. I feel so freaking weird. And like, I'm the only one experiencing this, which is why I, I think it's amazing when people like yourself talk about it. So that other people feel like we aren't alone and we can get through this and it's fine. Like you can experience anxiety or depression and still go through with the thing that scares you, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Like, I mean, I think the more that we talk about it, the more we sort of normalize, um, it a little bit, you know? Um, and I think a lot of the times people are really afraid to speak out and ask for help. Um, so I feel like the more that we talk about it, the more people will realize like getting help doesn't make you weak. It actually makes you incredibly strong. For sure. Um, you know, and so I, I'm, I'm very lucky. I, I get to see a, a therapist, um, weekly, um, which, you know, I really wish that everybody could have access to that. Um, but I mean, I feel like that's a whole other conversation. Really? Um, but, uh, you know, I, I, I work on my mental health pretty much every single day. I stick to a morning routine, which has been a huge game changer for me. Um, 2020 in particular, I'm sure as it was difficult for many, many people. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it was, oh boy, my mental health took a nice big nosedive. Me too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and so, I mean, to be honest with you, even 2019 was pretty rough for me too. I was going through uh, really bad imposter syndrome, like oh. debilitating imposter syndrome. And it was right around the time that I was signed to AEW, um, which should be a time where you're happy and excited and, oh my God, this is life-changing. But, you know, my brain, uh, wasn't happy or excited. It was, um, just really dark. And, uh, so it was wow. a really, really hard time for me. And I, I kind of realized that in 2020 that it would, you know, that it, I needed to start making some changes and I need to start working on, uh, you know, helping myself. So, um, I started a morning routine, which has been crucial for me. Um, I, I like to have my morning planned out. I, um, wake up early, I exercise. Um, I do pretty much the same thing every morning and that really sort of helped me to start just feeling productive. Um, and then truly, uh, going to therapy has been like the biggest, 
thing for me. Uh, I go every single week and um, it, it's really, really helped me combat the anxiety and the depression. Um, and then positive affirmations have been really, really helpful. Um, before every match, I uh, repeat the same thing, uh, which is uh, I'm a good wrestler and yeah. I can do hard things. Yeah, you can. <laughs> yeah, so I, I do. I literally stand right outside the curtain as my music plays, and I, I repeat that over and over again in the hopes that I'll, I will eventually believe that. And it really does help. I mean, it really, really helps. And um, but it, you know, if there's anything that I can offer in terms of like advice, I guess if if people are struggling, is um, to to please, please be kind to yourself and have patience with yourself um, because. I think, at least for me, I can get extremely frustrated with having anxiety. Like it, it is, it can be very debilitating at times. Um, and things that are, seem very trivial and easy are can be incredibly difficult. And that in itself is very frustrating. Um, you know, and I'm, I'm, I feel like you can probably relate to that. I like there, every bit of what you're saying, like so hard. Like I am the same way. Like I definitely just my stupid male girl job, which shouldn't be that big a deal. Probably like I fucking freaked myself out so much to the point where I was like, I always tried to give the job away. Like talk about imposter syndrome. It's like, I, I should not be here. Like, there's no reason I should be doing this. It's like hire her, hire her, just anybody else. And I just like cry. I, I have trouble um, speaking. That's the whole reason I, I started this pod um, is to practice same words because I can yeah. write like crazy. That's the only way I can express myself. But I was in a very abusive uh, relationship and he literally wouldn't let me talk unless I spoke to him or I get the shit beat on me. So like, uh, I'm just trained to not speak. And I feel very weird about that. Like I, when I, I try hard to make an effort to speak and sound like a normal person, but people still say, why are you so quiet? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> uh, normal people do. So like this doing this pod actually has helped me a lot. And that's why there's actually a lot of time in between it sometimes, because sometimes I just am not mentally prepared. And to be honest, even today, I was so freaked out. I'm like, I, I don't know without Joe Bob there holding, like he's been my crutch and helping me. Like I get really freaked out. I'm like, I don't have the ability to say words, but because I've gone through all I have and have my super low moments and fought my way out of it, I know even if I feel awkward and it's not perfect, I still can fucking do it. And I'm not going <sighs> to let fear stop me. And I definitely do my affirmations too. Not as much as I did. It was definitely helping me. But then when 2020 came along and I got so low, it didn't help me at all. So I'm like, fuck you affirmations. No one. <laughs> but now I'm kind of in a better place where they might help again. I have this like little, um, what's it when, when they, and, say things over and over again so it goes into your brain like I just listen to it on repeat you know yeah, yeah. Stuff. so it's like yeah I am powerful I am positive blah 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 well I think but okay listen I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna like I'm gonna say this to you sometimes that shit can be like I can't with this toxic positivity like I sometimes things are hard and saying I am this, I am that, it maybe isn't what you need in that moment, you know? So I think sometimes affirmations can be great, but then sometimes I feel like they can also be um, like hindering because sometimes you, it, sometimes it's too hard to um, hype yourself up. You know, sometimes when you're that low, it, it really is hearing that positive stuff 
It doesn't sometimes, help. Yeah. Sometimes it doesn't help. Sometimes I don't know about you, but sometimes that makes me feel guilty. Like it's, it's a really weird, um, experience when, you know, you're like, for example, the outside world sees you as this, like, and I'm talking about you specifically, like this amazing, beautiful, talented, confident woman. <laughs> whereas, but what, but inside you're, you're not feeling that and you're feeling awkward and you're, you know, cause I, I feel the same way. Like I have been wrestling for since I was 18 years old. And when I got signed to AEW, I literally felt like I didn't know how to wrestle. Like I, it, I was so, I hate to say messed up because I don't think that's fair to myself, but I was just struggling so hard that I, I literally felt like I forgot what I was doing in the ring. And that's terrifying. You know, that's, that is real scary. Um, and so I, I absolutely empathize with you in, in the sense of getting to a point of tears. Like I, I'm, I don't deserve this job. I don't deserve to be here. Somebody else should, should be here. Like, why did they sign me? What do I have to offer? you know, and, um, and, and people online, it, that does not help. Like I think not at all hard in this like time period that we're living in. Cause you hear, you get people reaffirming everything that you hate about yourself. Yes. Like, yes. I can't, like you can get 10,000, like you're so great, blah, blah, blah. But that one person that's, that says you're horrible and says the exact same things that you think about yourself. You're like, I knew it. I knew yes. it. <laughs> yes. A lot of people Shit. are scared to do stuff because they're scared to face that. And I hope that people can see oh. us and see how we continue or, or whoever else that might inspire them to just keep going and like, fuck the haters and fuck your insecurities. Like we are here. We have this one chance to do what we love. And so we're not going to let anything stop us. And I love seeing you do that. And again, speaking from an outsider about you, never, ever, ever would we suspect that you are, you come out so confident, so amazing, like you kill it every single time. So I think a lot of people would be really surprised to know that you ever doubt yourself. I feel the same way about you. Oh my God. You, you had done a piece. Um, I read a blog post that you, that you put up and I know you had said that you, you weren't really talking about it too much anymore, but I, I related so much to what you said in that piece, like to the point that I had tears in my eyes. Cause I was like, right. man, like, well, like I, I'm honestly, I'm fine with talking about it. It's just that I don't want that. I feel like to a certain point, people feel sorry for you. Yes, you know? I absolutely. I, I absolutely understand. Like, yes. If I suck, I suck. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Right. I, right. Don't treat me any different. So that, that's no, absolutely I, I did not dwell on it. And yeah. And why I don't do pods when I'm in a bad space because it'll all end up being like blah blah sadness blah blah whatever. So yes, I, yes. I try to wait till I'm in a good mental space for it. Yeah, and I absolutely, I absolutely understand that. And I, I overthink a lot of what I say when I talk about my mental health because I don't want people exactly to like feel sorry for me or I don't know, or, or to think that I just never shut up about it. Like it really, I I'm just talking about it because I, I want other people to know that they're not alone at the end of the day. Like you're not alone. Like you, you're not alone in this, this, uh, world. And it, it can be really hard. It can be extremely hard. And especially when you're hard on, hard on yourself, when you're extremely hard on yourself and then you're in the world that is already hard. You know, so I, I really just want people to know that they're, um, you know, they're not alone. Amen to that. And now let's move to fun stuff because we're not dwelling in the negative. I love fun <laughs> stuff. 
Okay. Let's see if I have any questions before I ask fan questions. Okay. My question would be, what is your favorite, like unusual Oreo flavor? Because I actually talked to Joe Bob about your love of Oreos. And he's like, there's more than one. So like, what would you recommend to somebody that is that ignorant about Oreos? <laughs> um, Ooh, that's a good question. Okay. So gingerbread was probably my favorite in terms of the limited flavors. Gingerbread Oreos are amazing. It's a cream cheese um, center. Uh, it's not real cream cheese, guys. So no, <laughs> no worries if you're dairy free. Okay, um, but it is probably the best limited limited edition. There's little like ginger f- pieces inside the cream, and oh, okay. uh, oh yeah, it is bomb. And then the cookie itself is gingerbread. It is my favorite. I had like five or six boxes um, stocked up. They're all gone. So that tells you. And then and then in terms of a flavor that's always around is uh, golden double stuff. Yeah. Amazing. Like, yeah. They remind me of Girl Guide or what do you call them? Girl Scout cookies, like the vanilla ones. Ooh, they're so good. Wow. Now I really want Oreos. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Just scrolling through these fan questions, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Do you, do you have any interest in being in horror films? Uh, 150,000%. Yeah. Oh my God. It's my dream. Like, have you ever done any acting? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've done a little bit. I've done a little bit. I did. Um, I go to, well, before the panorama started, I was going to acting classes every week. Oh, no way. <laughs> yeah. And then obviously, you know, the state of the world, uh, they were put on holes. Um, but I loved every second I'd been going for a couple years. Um, and then in terms of film, I've done a couple of little things. I did a movie called givers of death, um, which was a horror movie. Um, and I, I don't know when it'll be out on streaming platforms. Um, it did premiere. I did a couple of premieres and it was at the drive-in. Um, but if it ever comes out on streaming services, which I hope it does, it's a great little end of the world post-apocalyptic, uh, horror film. Well, maybe that's what we could show on the drive-in. Yeah, that'd be great. It's really fun. But if I could be, if I could either die in a horror movie, something really like grisly would be amazing. Or, I mean, doesn't everybody want to be a final girl? Like, of course. <laughs> You're an awesome final girl. Um, Brian wants to know who was your favorite wrestler growing up? Um, HBK and- Shawn Michaels. Nice. He was my favorite. Um, and I actually went thrifting a few weeks ago and found the exact shirt that I had when I was 10. And I hadn't, I hadn't been able to find it in years and years and years. And I went to this thrift store and the guy had it in the back and it's, uh, it's a Shawn Michaels, I want to say from 1996, uh, t-shirt. And you just, that's amazing. Yeah. I just, I actually went in looking for a gift for the blade and, um, found a gift for myself. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So HPK is my favorite. And then, um, Trish Stratus was one of my, uh, I mean, Trish Stratus is the reason I started wrestling. Aww. Um, yeah. And she's from Toronto and she's the badass. Uh, so yeah, I guess those would be my top, top two. So are you, did you get hurt in your amazing street match? Cause people were really concerned for you. <laughs> yeah 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 I was uh whew, that, that was, was rough that was hardcore and I am so honored I got to be there like close up and see it happen it was amazing the crowd's reaction was just 
insane. You have no idea when I tell you. When I found out you were there, I was losing it. I was so happy that you got to see that live. (laughs) Because honestly, I like straight up, I'm such a fangirl. I just think you're amazing. So I was so excited. I was like, yay, Darcy's there. And then and then you sent me that bomb ass picture and I was like, oh my God, this is the coolest. Um but yeah, I was I was pretty beat up. No, I'm not I'm not even gonna sugarcoat it. I was <laughs> I was hurting I was hurting for, for a minute. Yeah, it was lost really? a lot of blood. Lost yeah. a lot of blood. <laughs> Which by the way, I have like when it comes to horror, no problem. The more blood the better. You know, I'm 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 all about it. But real life, I get uh really woozy whenever oh, I see yeah. blood. You looked amazing. Just you know, Chris always compares you to baby. You were so baby in that. Oh, which is like the best compliment because baby is one of my, my inspirations for, for the bunny. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't even feel like it feels like an out of body experience, honestly. Uh, It was was so good. And thank you. I got so many people, like they don't really have questions. They just want to let you know that you're their favorite. (laughs) Oh, that's so sweet. Thank you guys. Appreciate you so much. Let's see. I probably kept you here long enough, so I'll probably just go to a quick fun one and say, yeah, no problem. How fast do you think you could pin Joe Bob? Someone asked. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god, that's the best question ever. I know, right? <laughs> I feel like I wouldn't want to pin Joe Bob. I love Joe Bob so much, <laughs> but honestly, it would take me like I'm gonna a say second. a second. Yeah, <laughs> right. I mean, if we're being honest, it'll take a second, but don't tell him I said that. <laughs> It's our secret. No one will know. (laughs) (laughs) Ours in the world, right? (laughs) Well, you have been amazing. Thank you for putting up with all these technical difficulties. (laughs) No, no problem at all. Listen, it's it's not a big deal. I'm so happy that you asked me to do this. I've really been so excited all week long. And I woke up this morning and I was like, oh my God, I got to do Darcy's podcast today. It's going to be a good day. Drinking out of my exorcist mug. You know, I was, I was oh, she was. that's amazing. <laughs> All right. You're the best. Thanks so much for being here. Yeah. You're awesome. Thank you so much. All right. Bye.